That's a good cup of joe. Get up at 4.30, you get a lot done during the day by 9 o'clock. If you just get up and put your nose to the grindstone, it's by 9. You think, man, I got a lot done today, and most people are just finishing breakfast. You ready? You know I was born ready. Good morning and welcome back to the first Cup of Joe show brought to you by Level Up Courses. I'm Christian here with my dad, Jeff. We've got a hot cup of coffee and a great episode coming up. We've got some special guests on today that we're pretty excited to introduce you guys to. We, uh, we've got the rest of the Level Up team here. So you already know myself and dad. Uh, we got Isaiah and Eli with us. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Good morning. Isaiah, what... Uh, What's your role here at Level Up? I am the director of marketing here at Level Up Courses. So I'm the mastermind behind the emails, the social media strategy, anything that you read online, I probably edited first. <laughs> yeah, we need that. A <laughs> <laughs> Big E, what do you do? Uh, I give my opinions on business strategy, what we're trying to do as far as content, helping build a brand and, and use my perspective to... To, to try and help see what the customers really want and do some editing and all that kind of stuff. Good deal. So outside of level up courses, obviously this is a, at this point for us, it's a, it is a side business for us, which has been a lot of fun, but outside of this, Isaiah, what do you do for your nine to five? I am currently working in nonprofit arts in a marketing department. I've been doing that for, seven, eight years now, I think. Uh, my title is Marketing and Communications Manager. So what I do on the day-to-day -day is manage our email program. So that's everything from setting the strategy of the email lists that we pull to deciding what content goes in and what graphics get included, and then determining the time of day, subject lines of the emails, just the whole gamut of that. And then I also manage our playbills for shows so essentially, I am the project manager for the playbills. I contact everyone to collect all of the copy and imagery that needs to go in the, the playbill, and then I send it to our printers, and then I manage all of the editing process. So you don't really do anything? No. <laughs> Not a thing. Big E, you don't really have a nine to five. I have like a, like a six to six. Yep. <laughs> That's such a long day. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a full-time farmer. Working on a farm in Virginia, we do grass-fed beef, passion pork, passion poultry, and uh, we host we host a lot of events on the farm. We're doing like twelve this summer, so it's turned into a big big deal for us is the agritourism. You know, day to day, I'm doing more projects, so I do a lot of work on our leased land. We lease a couple thousand acres that is fenced for cattle, and so. I kind of spearhead making sure that's all ready to go and putting a new water line and fencing on our new properties, as well as co-lead a team of 13 during the summertime. Many of them are complete novices to the, to the business in the world and of farming. And so they, I get to teach them and lead them in their short time with us. Very good. So let's start with Eli this time. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Biggie, what? So we've been doing, we've been doing this since. March, right, Pops? Yeah. Uh, yeah, not quite a year. What has been your favorite part of of our 
level up courses that we've been developing and and hmm. having people go through our leadership training. Uh, my favorite part has been doing it with you guys, putting it together, and and you know really seeing Dad lead us through the, the whole process. And so that's been my personal favorite. I think it's I think we're putting together a lot of good stuff, and so it's cool to see. I'm the youngest of the group. It's cool to see all of us come together after a few years of experience and and uh, put together what we've learned apart and now putting it together in something together. Very good. And I, you know, I just you know add. I think it's pretty pretty neat that uh, all four of us each bring a pretty unique set of skills together. I, I was talking with someone the other day about uh, about our uh, business and we were talking about our, uh, our our logo and kind of the origin of the logo and and I was just saying oh I, I mean my deal is not to figure out what shade of blue the logo is I'm just the operations guy it's like I don't care what color blue it is just get it done and uh, so if left to me our logo would probably be really bad but because we've got Isaiah on the team who, I'm very particular. Yeah, who's very particular <laughs> about the shade of blue that's on our logo. You know, I think that just brings, you know, the different skills we all bring just raises the overall excellence of the product, whatever our products are, raises a level to a way different level because of what we each bring that's unique. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's got a very different experience outside of outside of level up. Biggie on a farm, Isaiah in a theater. That I do more operations stuff, but yeah, I agree with that, Dad. All right, Isaiah, My what's your favorite part? Uh, so when Level Up started, I was actually not working in the theater because I had been laid off due to, to the pandemic. So at that time, I was a forklift driver at a Costco <laughs> warehouse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which boy oh boy, driving the forklift was fine, but overall, not a great fit for me. I was working the graveyard shift, so I would get home at three, four, five o'clock in the morning, and I wouldn't be ready to go to bed yet. And working on Level Up kind of gave me this creative outlet that I had been missing from working full-time in the theater. So at that time, we were editing all of the scripts that we would use in our online course that you can buy online. And it was just a good, a good outlet for me. And I, I think the other thing that has been great about this is that all of us individually have tried to start our own businesses before. So I think we all have kind of this, we're all kind of rooted in this idea of entrepreneurship that have been successful or not successful, <laughs> depending yeah. on what it was. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, this is the first time that the four of us have come together to try to do something. So I think we all have a lot of our own expertise, which we've been talking about, but I think with that comes a lot of determination to be better and do things better. And I think that is only a boon to us huh. as we continue on this, this project. Yeah. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. You know, I, I uh, listened to you talk about your uh, night, night shift at, at the warehouse. And one of the things I really enjoyed, even though I know you didn't enjoy the overall experience, you know, one of the things that we're really focused on at Level Up is leadership and, and how do we how do we 
impart that leadership wisdom we had so other other people who are leaders or want to be leaders can be more successful and just listening to you talk you know kind of day in and day out through that experience i think you really gained a, a different appreciation of leadership or lack of leadership that, <laughs> yeah that um you know kind of those life lessons that you know when we package that collective experience up i think really really can help somebody else who may be struggling with some of those same leadership issues, toxic leadership behaviors, or somebody who's aspiring to be a new leader, you know, that experience that you got there, we can help other leaders avoid the kind of things that, that really made you dislike that experience. <laughs> we should do a segment on doing jobs that you, because you had to have a job. Huh? Yeah. All right. Not because you wanted to be there, but because you needed to make a paycheck. Yeah. yeah. That that would be in talking about what that does for you. All I right. think that I think that's, put that on the list. And I, yeah, I would think that probably most of the listeners, probably most everybody, if you really sat down and asked them that question, everybody that that job pops into their mind. Or maybe multiple jobs pop into their mind. Oh yeah, I had another one pop right up. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I too. I've got like three or four. That as soon as you said that, he that three or four things just popped in my head. Like oh, I'm glad I to still do that. <laughs> Man, I shoveled snow at at SDSU there to the basketball arena. There was these massive steps, and they said go out and shovel the snow because there was a basketball game that night. Well, it was still snowing, and I was like, can I wait till it's done? They said, nope, we got to have them done. So I shoveled. As soon as I got done, I just had to start over. <laughs> There's a lot of steps. Well, good. I again, we're uh, we've got a couple other topics here that that were, it's going to be fun to jump into with you guys. So that wraps up segment one. We'll be back here in a minute with segment two. Don't go anywhere. All right, guys. Everybody loves Fridays. Yes, sir. So, we're going to talk about the worst things about Fridays. <laughs> Sam's dreading this. I am. <laughs> All right. We're going to do our top three worst things about Fridays. Start. Okay. So, you get to start with your dad and I've done this before. So, you start with your third, third, work your way up to the number one worst. I'll kick it off. Okay. Number three. If I didn't finish something, during the week or that Friday that I needed to get done. If I didn't finish it and I go home, I think about it all weekend until Monday. Uh, yeah. Which is annoying. <laughs> yeah. That's the worst thing. That was your worst? No. Oh. But now, now that you say that, <laughs> my number three is that I'm usually ready for a beer by one o'clock. Yeah. So do you get one at lunch or no? No. Not normally, although I am working from home right now, so it would be very easy to have a beer <laughs> on a Friday, but I have not done that. So you wait till four? Uh, Five-ish. Okay. Yeah. Do you do, do a happy hour? If I'm meeting friends, yeah. But if See, I'm just staying home, I'll just pull a so beer. So are, are you a happy hour with coworkers kind of guy, or are you a leave work and go have a beer with your friends kind of guy? Oh, I think it depends. Yeah. Right now, it would probably be leave work and go hang out with my friends. Okay. But so my second least favorite yeah. Friday thing is a work lunch that extends my Friday. 
Uh, <laughs> Maggie, you probably don't have to worry about any of these things. I don't have a single thing. Friday is the same as every other day except for Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'd say, so my I, maybe my number three, Christian, is similar to yours in that usually at the end of every Friday, I find myself not having gotten done nearly what I was intending to do for the week. And not that I necessarily dwell on it over the weekend, but that's probably one of the worst things about Friday is the realization that, oh, I was supposed to get that script to Isaiah for proofing by the end of the week, and I didn't <laughs> get to it yet. Now I'm going to have to get up on Saturday and make sure I get the make sure I get the blog written so I can have him edit over the weekend. And, you know, so I think that for me is probably probably number three, or at least on my list is. Just really not being able, there's just, doesn't seem like there's ever quite enough time in the day to get everything done that I'd like to get done. Yep. All right. My number two is that I'm usually scrambling to finish projects. Hmm. And for me, what that really means is since I run our email program, we often have emails that go out Tuesday morning the following week, but those emails all have to be vetted by other people in the company. So I have to give them at least, you know, a day or a day and a half if there's time available. So often my Fridays are spent scrambling to finish an email and get it out to be vetted so that it can go out on time the next week. Maybe you got any? I really don't say for Saturdays. I really don't have a single thing. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I think the biggest thing that we struggle with at the farm is is getting through the week and then not preparing for the next week. And then Monday morning comes and we're like, well, we were so excited to have a day off that we didn't even think about working to the next day. And then you're like scrambling to get a plan together when you should have talked about it on Friday. Ah, uh, yep. Yeah, I've heard people talk about planning your fr planning on your next week on the previous Friday. And that I actually so, like doing it Monday, but well, it's different. I find it different because I've got the people, the pe way we work is we don't plan super far ahead. And so if we don't have any plan to go, then I got a team of 13 people coming to Monday morning and they're like, what are we doing? <laughs> well, yeah. And you're like, oh, we should figure this out on Friday. Yeah. So that's something that we're working on trying to implement is planning ahead and we can't just fly by the seat of our pants. Yeah. There's always too many things to do, but we need to stay focused on important things. That's that's like my only thing about Fridays, but it's pretty much every day of the week. That's a good, that's a really good one. Yeah. So I think my number two, if you work with organizations that are multiple time zones, you got to be aware. You got to know that people are in different time zones. And I have worked in organizations in the past where people don't give that any thought and a mid-afternoon meeting to them on the West Coast of the United States is quitting time for me. Yep. And I've worked just with people in organizations that are just oblivious to that whole concept for people that may be in Eastern time zone or Central time zone. That's one of the worst things probably about Friday is you get that meeting notice for something you have to attend at 4.30 p.m., it's like, I'm packing up to leave. I'm not ready for a, one last meeting. So. Yeah, that's kind of my number one is when an issue comes up 
late Friday, you're ready to go home. And then you, but it's something you have to take care of. Yeah. So it's, you do what you got to do. You certainly don't want to. Yeah. And the things I'm talking about are even necessary things that come up. These are just like normal business meetings. Yeah. And uh, you just have to think about where other people are at. Yeah. yeah. I try not to schedule any meetings on Fridays yeah. with anybody, internal, or external. Yeah. Avoid all the issues. I mean, but sometimes that's smart because you can just get overrun with meetings during the week. And if you don't actually have like a day set aside to not have meetings. Oh, yeah. You don't get anything done ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think sometimes that's that's why the late afternoon Friday meetings get set up because you got people that are looking for a slot on everybody's calendar for a meeting. And they say, oh, late Friday afternoon, everybody's free. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, yeah, we're free because we don't want to have a meeting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I've just started adding events with myself in my calendar that are private so that people can't <laughs> request meetings with me so that I have time to do my work. That's really wise. You know, block out that time, whether it's on a Friday afternoon or even just when, you know, like Isaiah, you talked about how, you, you know, you got projects with deadlines, you know, just to block out that time so that you can get things done that you need to get done without people interrupting. I mean, like one of the other things I've seen in organizations is people are oblivious to that as well. They'll just say, well, I, I want to have a meeting with Isaiah at 2 p.m. on Tuesday, so I'm going to send him a meeting notice. They don't check to see that you already are blocked out. <laughs> and I've got, uh, I, I've worked with people in the past. It ha doesn't seem bother me particularly all much, but the lady I've worked with in the past, it just drives her crazy when people do that. She's like, my calendar's up to date, and they just schedule over stuff. Hit that decline meeting request. <laughs> <laughs> not even a proposed. Not even a proposed new time. No, <laughs> no, because if they're the one requesting the meeting, they should come back with a new time. It's not my job to manage whatever this meeting is supposed to be about. Yeah, it's that's their problem to figure out. Any other worst Fridays? Yes. Things about Friday. Uh, my number one is that my mind is already on the weekend which means that I'm either impatient and not really doing as much as I should be doing, or I continually look at the clock and the time moves so slow mm. and it drags on. <laughs> uh -huh. So how do you do on Mondays? I do a lot better on Mondays. Okay. I feel more focused because I like, I know what the week is ahead and Fridays, you know, I'm just looking forward to the weekend where I get to go see a new movie or hang out with my friends or, you know, mm -hmm. do something a little more fun. Sure. We had to schedule, I worked construction in college and we worked four nine hour days and then a four hour morning only on Friday. No. So by new, you knew on noon on Friday, you were done. It was almost like you had a long weekend every weekend. It was great. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> nice. No, as in you can't do that or no, you would like to do that. I don't think I would like that. What? I don't think I have the attention span long enough to really be productive for four nine hour days. But you, you gotta work nine hours already the way it is. Or do you work strictly eight? Eight. Okay. But you're productive for eight or you're not? I mean, it goes in spurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like one extra hour isn't that much. But every day? But then Friday, but you're then done Friday at noon. You're set, but you're done at noon. Then you'd be productive for four hours on Friday. True. Yeah, that yeah, that's true. <laughs> However, I think I do a lot of things at night 
like I will go see a show or I'll go to a movie or I'll go to a concert or I'm hanging out with friends. Mm-hmm. And so working that one extra hour a day would cut into that time. Yeah. So to me, so it would change your personal schedule. It would, yeah, it would change my personal schedule. So okay. for to for me, it is better for myself to work five eight hour days. Sure, yeah. because it probably lines up better with your your friends and stuff. Yeah. All right, those are our worst things about Fridays. If you guys have any other any other ones to add, go ahead and throw them in the comments. Be happy to read off some of those if there's some good ones out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that wraps up segment two here with us. We'll jump over. Our next segment is going to be Why the Goat? If you ever watch a mountain goat run across the side of a cliff, you just uh, really wonder how in the world they don't fall to their death after every step. And they're so agile, they, you know, they can you know, cling to the tiniest little rock and on their way to the mountain peak, which I think is really what you talked about, how, what we want to try to do to help, help others. Of course, and you know, it's the acronym greatest of all time goat. So, you know, you know, if we can help others just become the greatest that they possibly can be, I think it's a good uh, symbol for them. That that's a few of my thoughts. Thanks dad. Yeah. Those are all great things. Exactly. You know, exactly what we're going for and- Eli, anything? Nothing you guys haven't said already, but I think about the goat and how they can, they learn and they teach each other things like how to escape and how to get out of fences and jump over stuff. They, they, they're really smart. You know, they, they learn and I think the goat is a, is a survivor. It's like a, you know, we're getting really into the goat uh, psyche here, but they're an interesting, you know, playful animal and, and, uh, something that has kind of intrigued us as as, it's something different than just a cacao you know who they're kind of big and kind of dumb but you know a goat is small and agile and and clever and a curious animal and you know just something that it can reach heights that other animals can't you know because they're they are so nimble and and i think that that's a great thing for a leader to be is nimble and to be ever learning and developing and teaching others you just want it to be the right things right so yeah the, those are my thoughts i like your take biggie <laughs> yeah you know i i the word i really like that you used was uh, the word curious you know if, if anybody that are, is listening has spent any time around goats you find out they're extremely curious about what's going on around them and you know they like to they like to see what's going on and then i think in addition e i'd add that they have such personalities. You know, they're just enjoyable to be around because of their curiosity and their personalities and some of the other things that you mentioned. For sure. Yeah, that's all I had, Krishy. I don't know. I don't know. There's so much that you could say about it, but yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think it all good stuff. You know, we we spent a lot of time trying to figure out what what our branding should look like, and and like Isaiah said at the very very beginning, and very fitting that goat rose to the top of that, and I think all of us are. You know, still excited about that, and obviously it represents our brand very well. That's why the goat. Yeah, and I think the you know logo just on a T-shirt is pretty pretty awesome. The one where the goat's climbing the mountain, you know, he's just standing there proud and. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So if you need any, any of those shirts, go go check out our website, uh, which I'll give you the link here in a minute, and uh, you can go purchase any of our merchandise out that's out there. Well, thanks I, Isaiah and Eli for joining Dad and I here on. First Cup of Joe show. 
we uh, hope to have you guys on again. Yep. Thanks for having us on. But thanks listeners for tuning in and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for joining us on the first cup of Joe show brought to you by level up courses. If you enjoyed the show today, be sure to rate us five stars on Spotify or iTunes, leave us a review and share with a friend. When you're ready to level up your leadership skills, go to mem3.levelupcourses.co. That's mem3.levelupcourses.co. And use promo code FIRSTCUPOFJOE to get 25% off our leadership course. I'm Christian, here with my dad, Jeff. Keep your mornings early, your coffee cup full, and keep leveling up.